covering all your favorite parts of the 50-yard fight. This is the Inside the Walls podcast with Zach Heilman and Jim Bernier. Welcome everyone to the latest edition of the Inside the Walls podcast. Zach Kyleman here at the at the host chair as always, alongside my good buddy, pal, and cohort down in Jacksonville, Florida, G- Jim Mernier, along with another new coach in Jacksonville, one that we're familiar with that was from Columbus, Georgia this time. Big waves across the uh, league itself. It is Coach Jason Gibson in New Digs, as you can see if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, coach, how how you doing, man? Uh, first First uh, stint so far with the Sharks for these uh, for recent days. I mean, how are things? How have you settled in? Man, hey, I, you know me, man. I'm a workaholic. So, you know, I got here Tuesday morning at 10, uh, came straight to the office and hit the road running. So I've been in meetings and meeting people and getting out and trying to set things up and do the things that I do. And it's been it's been a long day today. I'm not going to lie to you. We had a lot going on, uh, you know, Got a couple deals done for the players and, and, and working on just a lot of stuff, man. It's a lot. <laughs> well, it's it, to me, and now Jim, I got to talk with you in person, of course, at the press conference. For me, I just kind of seeing an announce like that, I, it's strange, I think, some people. Um, and I imagine you working 16 years with the Lions and now being over with the Sharks. That, that's got to be. I, I, I get. I assume with an adjustment period of saying I'm going, you know, it's going to be hard to, you know, go and move on from such a dedicated organization like that. Now you're going to a historic one like Jacksonville. You quoted them as the New York Yankees of arena football. <laughs> you know, I mean, how, how do you, how do you take all that in? Luck, like I said, the last two days, man, I'm, I'm burning it. You know, I just, you know, I, I said it in the press conference. You know, I think there's a really lot of good coaches in the country. There, there are a lot um, X and O's, but but you're not going to outwork me. Man, there's just no way. And you know, Columbus is special. Uh, very fortunate. I learned a lot. I grew up a lot, and some of it was out of necessity. And, and that, you know, and it set me up for the position I'm in now. To be honest with you, if if, if I had came to the Sharks 12 years ago, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have the ability to do what I do. Um, and that, that means everything football related. It's not just X's and O's in the field. There's a lot of things involved in the building a, a really respected franchise. I thought we did a good job with that with with uh, Columbus, you know. And uh, I, I did what I needed to do. And there's a really lot of great people, man. A lot of great people. It, it humbles you because um, you, sometimes, you know, when you do a lot of work, you're not sure if people see it or not. Um, and uh, when you step away and you get the response that I've got – it's a special place, special people, and uh, it reinforces reinforces my faith in in, uh, in people and doing the right thing. And you know, just, I, I can't say enough. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I mean, it's. I was going to say, uh, 16 years in Columbus, and now you're here in Jacksonville. And I know you've seen social media. A lot of the Columbus diehard fans are thanking you. They're not going after you to say how you're a traitor. How does that feel for you that you have a base in Columbus that still appreciates you and still loves what you did to them for the last 16 seasons? Again, humbling. Humbling. But when I look at it, uh, you think of all the meetings and all the time and the personal phone calls. I mean, I was actually thinking about that driving down here. That's a lot. It's a lot. Um, 
And, you know, I kind of want to, but that's just how I am. It's just, that's just how, you know, my dad was workaholic and probably worked too much. And so, you know, again, I've, I've been burning it since 830 this morning and I'm late for this and I apologize because I was at <laughs> another meeting trying to get things done. And so I think people, when they recognize, you know, when they recognize passion and you recognize uh, hard work and you know somebody's doing it for the betterment other than themselves, I think people recognize that. Um, I never won accolades. Don't care who gets the credit. I never did. Um, and, and I think people recognize that. That's 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 why I was able to see, you know, I don't do social media a ton, but, you know, you see it. You know, I'm human. And um, it, it it's uh, it's nice. So uh, it's funny. You mentioned the uh, you talk about being late for the meeting. You were at a sales. You're a sales <laughs> meeting. <laughs> if you didn't say it, I was going to say it just because of the workaholic thing. So talk about that, that, um, you know, look, looking ahead, you know, with the sharks, you know, you're gearing up, you're, you have an organization that, you know, like you, you've talked, it's a very winning organization has a lot of prestige on it. It's it, in the community in Jacksonville, you know, for talking teams that I think have put the, I would say put the bedrock of being a staple in their city. Um, those it's one of the flagship organizations in terms of that. Um, I mean, how, how much, how much, how many, how many more of you people are you going to be meeting up with and say the next week? Um, like what, what is, what, what's been, what's like the next month or so next week or so for you? Like, you know, just kind of early preseason 2023. There's a lot, a lot going on. I mean, you got, you got to balance it. Um, and I enjoy doing it, you know, a lot of it, but, you know, one of the things that you have here that is just God, man, you mentioned arena football. If you don't think Jacksonville Sharks, you're not breathing. I mean, that's 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 the allure of the job. Um, that's what makes it a great place, and the resources are just in, in, insane. I am, it's it's just uh, it's it's insane. But just in the next month, you know, you've got to you know review all the players, review all the coaches. You got to put it you got to put a team together. All this other yeah. stuff is important. If you don't win, you're going to be gone anyway. So, especially in this market, you got to win. And that's all that matters is, is winning. But um, there's a lot, you know. I'm, I'm you know, want to do our, you know, youth, you know, you know, youth football leagues. I want to make sure all the stuff for the players is is top of the line. Uh, if I'm recruiting a player and he tells me, "Hey, well, I'm talking to the coach from so and so, and I'm talking to the coach from so and so," I shouldn't have that problem. Anymore. It should be, whoa, the Jacksonville Sharks called? Okay, I'm going there. There's no, oh, well, it's down between you and two other teams. And so what can I do on our end to make it the elite of the elite of the elite, you know, um, for everything? They already, I mean, like I said in the press conference, I got two trophies, so it's not like I can sit there and say, I'm going to bring trophies. I mean, that's expected anyway. Um, but how do I make it? from appearances and community and, and the things you're supposed to do and make the Sharks a, a, a even more professional team than it already is. And honestly, how do you take it to a dominant, dominant organization, not just dominant on the field? I, I get that. And some people, you know, oh, we're dominant, and I, you know, on the field. I, I get that. But it has to be from top to bottom, top to bottom. Yeah. Well, you. That's a great point. Um, and I think, more and more, I hope, I hope fans, when we we try and 
me and Jim, I think we try and put on the show. Like it's not like performance on the field is definitely one thing, but when in terms of arena, you know, we want, and you've said this too, it's st- you've said this too, when you've been on stability, growth, consistent presence, trying to move on from some of the, uh, I would say cruxes of the past of what arena has been known for, you know, to establish a league that people can come to and know, Hey, it's going to be there. Now, Jacksonville obviously has been, it's been around for over a decade. They're, it's a it's a stable organization as you can get but like we we're saying like you're saying you know you want to be the sport has to be proving that it's going to grow and be around and that right. doesn't all encompass all phases not just on the field sales you know marketing promotional items things like that yeah i mean it's got to be the whole show i mean it, it, you know obviously <laughs> you know when you come to a game here, it, it's they got the award for it. I mean, it's it's the best of the best. I mean, mascot, dance team, organization, all everything they do is won that award. So, um, but there's still things that can be better. There's some, you know, and uh, from a football standpoint, that that we can fix and 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 get there. But you know, I want it to be synonymous across the country. We say, Jack, oh wow, really? Okay, good. You know, and uh, I look forward to that. Uh, coach, uh, you're you're talking about off-season acquisitions and looking into the team. Any players on the current roster right now that you've reached out that are expressed interest in staying, or are you allowed to announce who those players would be? Because I know a couple of players we mentioned that that you mentioned to me in the meeting that I won't disclose. Um, but any other people you've reached out that have actually said, you know, yeah, I want to come back, or is that still mum's the word? No, I mean. Uh... I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm halfway through the roster. I'm calling the players. I still got a whole bunch more to do. I hope to have it done by, by four Friday. And just, I need their input um, on the good, the bad, the ugly, what's great, what's not great. Uh, how can you improve here? I, you know, I got some really great questions. Uh, I'm not going to share with you guys that really okay. put guys on the spot that that's not your typical Hey, what's really good about Jacksonville? Hey, what's really bad? No, it's a little better than that. Um, I, I'll tell you one of them that I asked some of the guys that, that you know, I tell them, hey, it's okay, it's fourth down, the game's on the line, um, and you got to pick one teammate that you know has your back and is going to make the play to win the game. Who's that guy? You know, and it's interesting hearing all the different, you know, and some names have been repetitive. You know, and that's what I'm looking for. I want to know who the players are looking at on a team like that guy. That guy, I can play with that guy. He's a winner. He's a leader. I can count on him. And so it's just little weird questions like that that I'm trying to dig down and find so I can make a decent evaluation. Say, okay, let's resign that guy. Now, I've got a list already of a couple guys that I've talked to already that I I want to resign no matter what. Um, I think they're vital. And, uh, so that's what I'm really doing right now from a player standpoint. And then I'm starting to make my board, you know, players that we have, who are they going to, who are we going to keep from there? Um, I'm not a, I'm not a big, let's go raid everybody else's team kind of coach. So let's be clear about that. You know, if guys call and they want to come down and they want to change uh, their, their environment or change their team, I'll listen, but I'm not going to sit there and look at somebody else's roster and just saying, we're going to take this guy. We're going to take that guy. Uh, Coach your guys up, find your own. Mm. Um, so, uh, 
And I need to find those guys. I need to find the, the diamond in the roughs. I need to find guys that want to be here for, you know, not just one year and run. Because then it's kind of hard to build some kind of continuity. It's kind of hard for the fan base, too. So um, I'll find some winners and I'll find some losers. <laughs> you just got to keep looking. Well, I think that was what I think what a lot of people were fascinated with you going to Jacksonville is, you know, and then we've talked on this show and you bring up that point. Like I've, I've heard we've heard you say, you know, I'll recruit someone, I'll coach them here. And then they seem to get chipped off somewhere else. But yeah. now with, with Jacksonville, that was one thing me and Jim were talking. Oh, so now it's the I recruit someone. They get here. Wait, why are they leaving? <laughs> or yeah, do you have to outbid? You know, yeah, or... if I if I if I if I can get you here to Jacksonville and, and and how they run this in the arena and the fans, and that's tell you what, you know, I talked to a lot of the players and I asked them what's you know, what's the number one thing when you talk to another player, like, hey man, you gotta come to Jacksonville. You know, I'll tell you what they tell you, they say the environment at that buy star arena. That that's a really big, big deal for those players. Every person we talk to, it's it's every time. That, it's a big sell. You know, Devin Wilson talked about it, I think, on one of y'all's podcasts about, you know, and I think when players play in front of that, how, I mean, where, like you said, where else are you going to go? How do you go anywhere you go from Jacksonville? You know, I, I, I see, I'm just trying to be respectful, but anywhere else you go, it's going to be a downgrade. <laughs> I mean, you know, from, from that game day atmosphere, unfortunately. Sure. Um, uh, you know, and I don't have anything to do with it. I mean, I'm, I'm a spectator as, as well. I mean, it's something that they put together and they've done a great job of. So um, I'm just excited to be a part of it. But from a recruiting standpoint, uh, you know, it, hopefully it's with other teams. Hey, I'll let you know I'm waiting to hear from Jacksonville. Not, you know, hey, I'll let you know if I decide to come there. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to build that, to be honest with you. And uh, um, trying to get players that are that – are, from this region. I don't need guys leaving the state of Florida to go play somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Do you want uh, to check out one? Oh, I was nah, gonna, go, go ahead, ahead, Jim. Go ahead, Jim. All right. I was going to say, uh, it's Curran mentioned it, but I want to ask you this question. We know that we have the red flag challenge night going to happen. Curran's already said it. Uh, is he really going to have, you know, I need to ask you, Steve, are you really going to have a red flag night or is that a oh, joke? Here we go. It should be. Never mind. He doesn't work here anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I was going to say that, like, if that is a theme night, especially the first home game, you should throw your red flag for the hell of it, like in the first play. And they're like, "Why are you doing oh that?" God, man. <laughs> you know, somebody said that today, and I said, "You know what? I think I might do it just to do it. Who cares?" Hey, let me let me be clear about something. That there's a couple. I can just I can. Remember two red flags that I threw in Jacksonville. One was in the playoff game, in a championship game, when the fan reached over and grabbed the ball right out of Tristan Purifoy's hands. I won that one because it was the right one. And mm-hmm. then this is a good story, and I hope I don't get fined for it. If I do, I'm going to ask Steve Kern and the Sharks to pay for it. Um, <laughs> I hope he's listening to me. Um, we were on an extra point, and the rule in the league, the, 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 the any arena rule, okay, this is since the beginning of time, is you got to have four guys on the line of scrimmage with their hand down on an extra point. That's that's not that's not a holding penalty. That's not a uh, an opinionated call. That is in the rule book, black and white. You have to have head up, your hand in the dirt, four guys on the D line. So we kicked an extra point, which we missed. So I threw the red flag because at the time Jacksonville only had three guys because they were missing a player on the field. There was only seven guys on the field. 
So I challenged it. The officials said, what are you challenging him? said, they didn't have four guys on the line of scrimmage. That's a, that's a, that's a, a formation foul. It's, it's, it's structurally wrong. And so they went to review it. He comes back and says, coach, there's no penalty for only having seven guys on the field. I said, you're not listening. It's not what I'm challenging. I'm telling you, I know the rules. You have to have four guys on the, on the line of scrimmage, period. Everything else is irrelevant. Whether you have one DB, doesn't matter. Call stood. I look like an idiot. The Sharks fans are harassing me. You know, Gibson, red flag. So, but see, this is the stuff y'all don't hear. <laughs> After halftime, the official pulls me to the side and says, I got good news and bad news. I said, all right, let me have it. He says, the good news is you were right. The bad news is I hope you don't lose by one. And I'm oh, like, no. are you kidding me? I actually, I remember asking, could you announce that over the PA that I was right? Because that's all I need. I don't care about the missed extra point. I just want everybody to know that I was right. And uh, uh, that was that was a good one. So, that, Oh, my God. <laughs> that was. Uh, you know, I may, I may throw one first play of the game. But the, I, honestly, I don't want to burn my timeouts. So I'm really particular about those red flags because timeouts to me are like gold. Mm-hmm. Um, and – it better be a pretty darn good challenge in order for me to risk wasting time out. Well, yeah. And then you also, you know, you want to, with the way the challenges are set up, you want to be able to snowball it if you can. You know, if you get that first, you can get that second, keep on going if possible. So, you know, and, and the other thing too is this you got to understand the situation of the game. If it's second quarter, it's 14, 13, you know, whatever what's the severity of risking the challenge unless it's blatantly obvious? If it's even close and I've seen this happen, what are you doing throwing your flag? Just keep it in your pocket. You know, don't take the chance of burning that time out for something that that's not a huge game-changing play um, that early in the game, you know? Um, right. It's just it's it's more important to me to save those timeouts and try to double you up at halftime with, with possessions than it is to waste the timeout and things like that. Yeah, this is something I've been wanting. I've been wondering to ask. Uh, I haven't. I don't think either of us have gotten to yet with a coach. Um, you know, camera angles—they're different for every, every stadium. Do you? I mean, do you keep that in in mind? Like, you you check in before. Like, what am I going to be able to think about? Or is it just in the moment you're like, all right, I think that's what this is. I'm throwing the flag. No, I study the camera angles and try to figure out where to make sure crucial plays happen, so you can't review it. No, I'm just playing, but that sounded pretty good. Um. <laughs> I do understand in certain venues where the, where the cameras are at, whether or not to challenge it, because there's certain venues, you know, even Columbus alone doesn't have all the camera angles. So if there's a play on on the opposite sideline of the benches, uh, don't challenge it because you're not going to see it. It's just too hard with the angles to get down there. So, I mean, that's situational football, you know, so I, I, I get it. Um, when you play it, you know, you know, other arenas that have, you know, 1,800 camera angles, um, then it changes things. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Coach, I'm going to ask you one serious question. Not really, not serious. Um, <laughs> I can't do it. It's too early. It's only six months before this season even starts. Um, you know how the you know how we as podcasters and other people pump up leagues, pump up games. What is your desirable first game? Is it playing Columbus week one, or is it a couple weeks later? Let the the tension build to get to that game like i've asked people it's like man i'd be an epic week one for myself i'm like no you want that thing to build as long as possible because it's called it's the rivalry of the nal now that you've gone beyond both sides of it i want to know your opinion about 
you want to get them out of the way or you want to have that build up of suspense and have them in midway through the season or later in the year? Uh, I mean, honestly, it doesn't matter to me. It does. It really doesn't. I mean, I, I get it from a, from a you know media standpoint. And that's good. And that's good. You know, hey, hey, whatever's good for the league, whatever gets us the most publicity, whatever gets us the most views, the most people at the game, I'm all for the story. If that's line. what it is. If that's what it works for it, then let's do that. Um, uh, it, yeah, it doesn't matter to me who we play, road, home. That first game, you know, the pressure. The pressure's all on me. It doesn't matter if we're on the road or if we're at home, if we're playing Columbus or not Columbus. It's pressure to win. You better win. You can't come out taking L, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, even though you could finish, it's like I think the year the Sharks won the championship, they started out that home loss against New York and everybody, everybody jumped off the bandwagon. They broke legs and all kinds of stuff. And then, of course, they ran every single game and won the championship. Um, I believe remember still, that game. Still yeah. angry about that. <laughs> Like, how would you lose to that team? Yeah. So, um, you know, there's there's tremendous pressure on the first game just to win, not just not just who we play. That doesn't mean anything. Didn't you lose by six in that championship game? What's one point? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to move the trophy. <laughs> he said, "I got to move the trophy." Special appearance hey, by Steve Kern, the owner of the Jackson <laughs> <laughs> He's walking past me like a, like one of the Dave Chappelle things, the, the, the robot guy in the back. You know he purpo- he had to have purposely done that. Steve, <laughs> you got to show me how to scan these. No, we'll just send it. Just look at it. We'll send it. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll Working. Yeah, I mean, See, he's a slave driver, go. man. You know, it's 6 o'clock at night. I got to, you know. Hey, the owner's still here, so I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> it, it, it. You're just proving to the crowd it's the workaholic mentality right now. <laughs> well, I get it done, man. I tell you what, you know, so uh, I enjoy that. It's 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 fun to, you know, to, to to work your butt off and have other people around you with the same goal working their butts off. So it's it's, uh, it's good. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't care who play. I just I'm I'm, I'm got pressure, you know, pressure to win. <laughs> Jason, you you get the luxury here of being the first coach we get to ask about this. Uh, the National Arena League officially announced that rebound nets are coming back. It's been for for us three. It's been in talks for a while. It's just that we've been waiting to kind of have that put out there and say we're a full go. Yeah. Um, for you as a coach, I mean, the strategy for the nets. You know how can how can you uh, elaborate on that for view for viewers or maybe first time people that are new to the game? They're like, oh, what are these? What's so special about these that changes it? Uh, Changes a lot of things. Well, the scores are going to go up for sure. Um, having big guys that can run because now you look at a kickoff team, you miss it off the net, and you've got you know four skill guys and three linemen running down the field. You know mm-hmm. um, that helps. Uh, if you got an outstanding kicker who knows how to put that ball, I'd say the hardest spot when you kick that ball and it hits at that bar right yeah. at the crest of the bar in the net it takes a real weird bounce. You know, I used to return those, and it's hard. You know, all of a sudden, as a player, you know, you got your back turned, looking off the wall. So that 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 player, you know, in the past, I've had guys call me that, hey, I'm a great specialist. I'm a return guy. He could be a tweener receiver, maybe a tweener DB, kind of an average guy. But all of a sudden, let's say there's, let's say it's a 60-60 football game. So that's uh, six, seven. That's what nine touchdowns, eight touchdowns, fifty-six, seven. Seven or eight touchdowns plus kickoff, even one of the halves. So you're looking at nine kickoffs. You got an explosive guy back there that can d- do damage on the kickoff return. 
So let's say he gets nine chances at kickoffs and two will miss field goals. That's 11 chances. That's as good as getting 11 targets as a receiver. A lot of receivers don't even get 11 targets during the game. Right. So now you got a guy right. putting the ball in, his, in the hands of a, of a guy that's going to touch it anywhere between eight to 11 times throughout the game, and he scores, let's say, two. It's 14 points, man, just like that. And so that guy becomes way more valuable, way more valuable. So a guy like Rashad Khalid, you know, Khalid from San Antonio, holy cow. You don't want to let him catch it off. And that Darian Townsend oh, no. out of Columbus, uh, you let some, you know, those, those types of guys, you put it in their hands that many times. So now all of a sudden he's got 11 opportunities to catch it off net, 10 to 12 opportunities to catch it during the game. That's a seven, eight touchdown game. And the kind of players looking for change. I like it. I love it. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you brought up bar ball. That's a very feared term in arena, or at wow. least <laughs> just say it. You hear, I, I talk with people, you hear, you hear that phrase and people go, Oh yeah. Yeah. If, uh, I definitely, that scares me if it gets that low you, or if it hits the side, <laughs> you guys are genius. You just gave me an idea. I'm going to go out and find a, an iron works or some kind of steel mill for a sponsorship. And every time it clings off that iron, well, actually I think it's going to be PCP pipe. I'm not sure what they can make, whatever they make it. Of, I don't care. I'll okay. find that company. So every time it hits it, brought to you by. That'd be pretty good. Uh, ooh, barbell brought to you by someone in this local area. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you're just hoping that instance that it doesn't land as a fumble, and then you're Jim's, putting Jim's that thinking. on the screen. <laughs> I see I see Jim's mind burning. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking of a steel company in Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know one. That's the problem. You, you two, and now the third in the background. We'll get in the area and we'll collaborate on. I, I know very well. <laughs> you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Yeah, no, I don't know. Seriously, I don't. I don't. Off the, off the, off the, the iron on the nets. See, okay. Steve's like whatever. Sounds good. Oh Are well. <laughs> yeah. Someone will get it right. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> Oh man, that's a trivia question. I shouldn't know the steel company in town, but no, I don't. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I I wouldn't have a clue. I've never been to Jacksonville, Florida, so you will. You will be. Oh, I, I will be. I'll be there sometime. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You uh, usually go to the championship game, don't you? This is my. That's my first one this year. Oh, yeah. I been trying trying to go to more next year. Uh, well, next year, that's what I was getting at. I was waiting for the very <laughs> subtle hint, but I'm glad you picked up on it, Jim. Yeah, I miss hosting championship games. That's that's what we do here, host championship games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sam. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Coach, uh, before we before we head out, by the way, thanks again. Thanks for tuning in and you know taking the time. Glad we get to talk to you. And again, congrats on you know, the new position, um, any final words for, uh, you know, at least folks in the shark for the sharks fans of the, of the team themselves that you haven't said already. Yeah. I mean, I've said a lot. I just, you know, it's just excited to be there, man. Excited. I met a lot of good people in two days. It's, it's exhausting. Um, and it's just two days in. So, um, you know, a lot of pressure, pressure is expected. That's why you take the job. You know, you want to be at the best place with the best resources, and the best opportunity, and with that comes a tremendous 
tremendous pressure and tremendous uh, expectations. And that's a good thing. I mean, if you're not a competitor, I mean, what are you doing? Right. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting, man. Right. And we're, we're excited for you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, coach, I want to say welcome to Jacksonville. You got my number. So if you need any help or assistance, just text me and I can send you the right direction. Um, most likely Kerr will tell you where to go, but if he doesn't, just give me a call. I'll, I'll <laughs> tell you where to go. I do work for the city, so I do have, you know, assets, a little bit, kind of. Not really, but just give me a call we'll, if you get more. We'll catch up and figure that out, I promise. Jim will tell you, cut your grass. <laughs> yes. Please do, people. Please do. Good deal, man. Good deal. Yeah. <laughs> folks jason gibson of the of the jacksonville sharks tuning in thank thanks again to jason here for for joining us on the show and again we we as inside the walls congrats give congrats to him on his new position um be sure to check out uh and look into uh season tickets for the jacksonville sharks as well as the rest of the nal teams um we should have that hopefully sooner rather than later we'll be getting a bunch of things out league-wide this season a lot of things ahead that are very exciting for the nal uh, is all I can tell you with this. Um, for Coach Gibson, for my co-host Jim Renee, I'm Zach Conlon saying so long. Thanks for tuning in as always. More off-season content ahead as we gear up for what should be uh, arguably the most exciting NAL season to date coming in 2023. Stay tuned, everyone. Mm-hmm.